Well, hello and welcome to Fire Drawn Air, currently broadcasting from top secret location on the south side of Dublin, where we have recorded a number of shows in the past. Um, this show is, I usually call it the bonus show, which means that it goes out first to the Patreon subscribers. So if you sign up for any amount of money whatsoever on my Patreon, You'll get access to these bonus episodes as soon as they come out. And then after a period of time, I think either six or seven months, they are available to just anyone who wants to listen up on SoundCloud. Um, I kinda, I'm, I've been getting a bit worried recently that I haven't been doing the, all that I could be doing to promote the Patreon side of things. But I want to do it in a way that's not really like, you know, a lot of podcasts to have a very aggressive way of pushing their patreon and then they do all this like please like and subscribe don't forget to click the bell for notifications and all that kind of jazz um so i just don't know how to get that information across without going down that road but i'm trying to figure it out obviously i would like as many patreon subscribers as possible and if you're listening to this it would be really cool if you were i don't know show it to your dad or your auntie or your granny or whatever who's into this kind of stuff maybe you know someone who likes it or if you want to i had a look recently on apple podcasts and i had like two two five star reviews and they were the only ones so if you want to like leave more reviews or something on there that'd be cool i don't know just if you feel like it and you want to help promote the show it would be really sound um so the battle i'm going to do today is one that is known to me as lord of Bor and mary flynn um, scholars might refer to it more as prince robert that's what child included it in his collection of ballads as but I don't know why I, I was gonna call it the official version, but I don't think that's the official version because if the only this is the really interesting thing about this ballad, the only place it actually survived in living oral tradition was in Ireland, where it was called Lord of Borden Mary Flynn. So why should the title that child gave to this ballad be more important than the one that the people gave to it, the people who are actually singing it? Now admittedly my ideas on this subject probably are related to the fact that I do see Child's collection as being slightly problematic mostly in the way that um, ballads which were included in the English and Scottish popular ballads seem to have been canonised or given a certain weight or importance by people over the years whilst songs that weren't included in his collection don't seem to have been seen in the same way. They've been kind of relegated second-class citizens of the ballad world and I, I suppose I just don't think that this is fair. But anyway, whatever you want to call it, Prince Robert, Lord of Orr and Mary Flynn... Harry Saunders is another one I'm going to play. Um, whatever you want to call it, it is Child Ballad number 87 and Road Ballad number 55. And really the only kind of 
traditional version of this ballad, as I mentioned, stems from the Irish tradition and really goes back to one man. Um, that was Frank Feeney, who lived in Galloping Green in Dublin, and he was recorded by Tom Munley in 1969. Before we get to that recording, though, I want to give a little bit of a background to the song. To give a short synopsis, um, basically, Prince Robert's mother poisons him because he is married against her will. He sends for he sends a little messenger boy in some versions to his bride in her castle to come and rescue him. But by the time she gets there, it's his funeral and he's died already. Um, and the mother won't give anything that was her son's to the widow, not even the ring on his finger. And that's all that she asks for. And then the bride's heart breaks and she dies as well. According to George Lyman Kittredge, the ballad scholar, there is a white Russian and a Ruthenian. Apparently Ruthenian relates to the East Slavic population of the Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth, um, an area that encompasses territories of modern Ukraine and Belarus. Um, that was extant from the 15th century up to the 18th century. But anyway, a white Russian and a Ruthenian ballad in which a mother prepares a wholesome drink for her son and poison for his wife, but both of them are poisoned. They are buried separately, one in the church, one in the graveyard, Guess what happens next? Yeah, trees from their graves join their tops. And um, there are other ballad stories of mothers poisoning their sons because of their displeasure at their choice of wife. But um, as Child says, they do not demand comparison with Prince Robert. Before I say any more, let's get stuck into a version of the song. So as I said, this one is maybe the only one to be recorded from tradition. There were other versions, but they all stem back to this one. Um, Frank Feeney, as I mentioned, is from Galloping Green, South Dublin. And he learned a song from his wife, who was a woman from Carlow, and she in turn had learned it from her father. Who knows where I came from before that? But here is Lord Abor and Mary Flynn. Lord Abor and Mary Flynn, their two were children young. They were scarcely fourteen years of age when love between them sprung. When love between them sprung, Lord Abor was going out one day and says his mother to him, You're gone away, dear son, she says, You'll drink before you'll go. Oh, you'll drink before you'll go. She brought him down a bottle of wine and filled a glass for him with her false or false with her two fingers she put strong poison in Oh she put strong poison in Oh why oh why dear mother he says you poison me false or Oh, indeed, it's true, dear son, she says, you'll see Mary Flynn no more. Oh, you'll see Mary Flynn no more. Is there anybody in this house, he says, would go on a message for me, would go unto Mary Flynn's tower and bring her here to me. Oh, bring her here to me. I've spoke a pretty face, little boy. 
who was he says our son oh i often went on your message before but it's now i have need to run oh it's now i have need to run where are you going my pretty little boy or what brought you here to me your grandma paired a face for you and now invited thee oh now invited thee your grandma paired no face for me nor either invited thee of soon she guessed of a pretty little boy that lord abor was dead oh lord abor was dead come saddle for me the swifty sars come saddle for me the bay come saddle for me the swifty sars that ever ran that way oh that ever ran that way when she went to Lord of Bors Town, the sheets were spread and the torches. But no, I'm gone. I can't think of it. What brought you here, Mary Flynn? She says, What thee? Oh, I came to crave of thee. No ring, no ring, Mary Flynn. She says. No ring have I for thee, for the pain of death it came so quick, I split the ring in three, oh, it split the ring in three. She laid her feet beneath his feet, her side down by his side. She laid her head beneath his head, and immediately she died oh immediately she died so child in his collection in the english and scottish popular ballads has four versions of this song and all of them come from scottish sources now of all these frank feeney's version was closest to child's c version which starts off lord robert and mary florence they were twa children young they were scarce seven years of age to love began to spring. And it's great to see how Amandagreen gave rise to the localization of the personal names that go from Lord Robert and Mary Florence to Lord Abor and Mary Flynn, which obviously sounds a lot more Irish. Now, with regards to how Tom Munley came to collect what he called this splendid ballad of a mother who poisons her son to prevent his marriage, Munley later said, Unfortunately, the tune was never noted by the collectors. As all of Child's texts were early 19th century, the ballad was thought to be traditionally extinct. This being the case, you can imagine how thunderstruck I was when I heard it being sung in a Dublin pub in 1969. The singer was Jim Kelly, who learnt it from Frank Feeney, who in turn had it from his late wife, a Carla woman. Now, I believe the pub in question was O'Donoghue's on Baggett Street. Tom also recorded Jim Kelly's version of the song and it's interesting to hear how slight differences can come into a traditional song like this one from just one person to the next. Um, so I suppose Jim Kelly was Tom Munley's first clue on the track to this ballad. 
and it must have been quite a shock for him to hear that it was being sung in Ireland and it was Jim Kelly who led him back to Frank Feeney but um, yeah let's listen to this one this is Jim Kelly Lord Aborn and Mary Flynn were both children and young they were scarcely 14 years of age when love between them sprung, when love between them sprung. Now Lord Abor was going out one day, and when his mother came to know, you are going away, my son, she said, you will drink before you will go, you will drink before you will go. She called for a cask of the very best wine and filled a glass for him. To her fault, her fault, with her two fingers, she put strong poison in. She put strong poison in. Oh, why, oh, why, dear mother, he says, have you poisoned me full sore? It is so, my son, she says to him, you'll see Mary Flynn no more. You'll see Mary Flynn no more. Is there anybody in this household, he said, who will go on an errand for me? Who will ride to Mary Flynn's high tower and fetch her here to me? And fetch her here to me. And then up spoke a young servant boy, I'm your faithful servant, said he. I will ride to Mary Flynn's high tower and fetch her here to thee, and fetch her here to thee. And when he came to Mary Flynn's tower, he stepped into the hall. The tables were laid and the music played and the ladies were dancing all. And the ladies were dancing all. What's brought you here, my pretty little boy? What's brought you here to me? Has my grandmother set a place for you? Or yet invited thee? Or yet invited thee? Your grandmother said no place for me, nor invited me, he said. And then she learned from the servant boy that Lord Abor was dead, that Lord Abor was dead. Come saddle for me, my swiftest steed, come saddle for me, the bay. That I may ride to my true love's side Without the least delay Without the least delay And when she came to Lord Abor's tower She stepped into the hall The tables were laid and the sheets were spread And the torches burning all The torches burning all 
She lay her cheek down by his cheek, her side down by his side. She lay her cheek down by his cheek, then Mary Flynn she died, then Mary Flynn she died. Frank Feeney. Galloping Grain. Galloping Grain, a Grain, still Oregon, County Dublin. Now, to keep things going, I'm going to play a recording from the next person in this ballad chain, Al O'Donnell. So, I've read that apparently Tom Munley collated the text to this version from the recordings of both Jim Kelly and Frank Feeney and passed it on to Al O'Donnell. But I did hear another account, this time from a man down in the pub. After he heard me singing this song, I had a conversation with him, and he told me that Al O'Donnell used to be always looking for the words of this song from Jim Kelly in O'Donoghue's... Kelly really didn't want to share a song with O'Donnell, so O'Donnell eventually sent his girlfriend in undercover to record the song when he sang. Now, I've no idea if this story is true, but I like the story. And either way, this might be my favourite rendition of the song ever. I think it's absolutely heartbreaking. And this one can be found on Al O'Donnell's 1978 album entitled Al O'Donnell 2. Well worth getting your hands on that regardless. scarcely 14 years of age when love between them sprung when love between them sprung now Lord Abor was going out one day and when his mother came to know you were going away my son she said you will drink before you go, you will drink before you go. She called for a cask of the very best wine and filled a glass for him. To her false, her false with her two fingers, she put strong poison in. She put strong poison in Oh why, oh why, dear mother, he said Have you poisoned me full sore? It is so, my son, she said to him You'll see Mary Flynn no more You'll see Mary Flynn no more Isn't there anyone in this household, he said, who will go on an errand for me? Who will ride to Mary Flynn's high tower and fetch her here to me? And fetch her here to me? And then up spoke a young servant boy, I'm your faithful servant, said he. I will ride to Mary Flynn's high tower and fetch her here to thee. 
and fetch her here to me. And when he came to Mary Flynn's tower, he stepped into the hall. The tables were laid and the music played, and the ladies were dancing all, and the ladies were dancing all. What brought you here, my pretty little boy? What brought you here to me? Has my grandmother set a place for you? Or yet invited thee? Or yet invited thee? Your grandmother set no place for me, nor invited me, he said. And then she learned from the servant boy that Lord Bore was dead, that Lord Bore was dead. Come saddle for me, my swiftest steed, come saddle for me the bay, that I may ride to my true love's And when she came to Lord Abor's tower, she stepped into the hall. The tables were laid and the sheets were spread, and the torches burning all, and the torches burning all. What brought you here, Mary Flynn, she says, what brought you here to me? Oh, the ring that's on his little finger. I came to crave of thee. I came to crave of thee. No ring, no ring, Mary Flynn, she says. No ring have I for thee. For the pain of death it came so quick It split the ring in three It split the ring in three She laid her cheek down by his cheek Her side down by his side She laid her cheek down by his and Mary Flynn, she died, and Mary Flynn, she died. So obviously the version we have been listening to, Lord Abor and Mary Flynn, was not noted down by child. And the only actual recording of one of the versions that is in that book is the following one. And this was recorded by Scottish performer Ewan McLennan in 2014. It's a version of Child's B text, which was taken from Motherwell's Minstrelsy from the recitation of one Mrs. Thompson from Kilbarkin, who was a native of Bonhill, Dumbartonshire, 
and was aged between 60 and 70 at the time. Now Child's A and B versions both have the motif of the mother pretending to drink the poisoned wine in order to get her son to drink it and you'll hear that here and this is one as well in which the well I mean at this stage it's a very well motif considering we've had both Lord Lovell and Barbara Allen on the show um, the motif of the true lover's knot which is described in very familiar terms um, in this particular version it says the tain was buried in Mary's kirk and t'other in Mary's choir and out of the tain there sprang a birk and out of t'other a briar and the twa met and the twa plat the birk but and the briar and by that you may very weel ken they were twa lovers dear so as I mentioned earlier Tom Munley commented on the fact that no traditional tunes for Prince Robert were ever recorded so instead here McLennan makes use of another one most usually connected to yeah you guessed it again, Lord Abor and Mary Flynn. Prince Robert he has wedded the Lady Guy. He's wedded her with a ring Prince Robert he has wedded the Lady Gay But he dare not bring her him Now he dare not bring her him Your blessings, your blessings, my mother dear Your blessings now grant to me Instead of blessings she shall have my curse for you'll get no blessings for me Now you'll get no blessings for me And she's called upon her waiting maid To fill a glass of wine And she's called upon her false steward To put rank poison in To put rank poison She's put it to her rude, rude lips and to her rude chin. She's put it to her false, false mouth, but never a drop in. Never a drop in. He's put it to his bonny mouth and to his bonny chin. He's put it to his cherry lips Say fast the rank poison running Say fast the rank poison running Oh mother ye poisoned your own dear son Your own son and your ear Oh mother ye poisoned your own dear son Son shall have me mere Son shall have me mere Then up and speak a little boy That would win horse and shun Oh, I'll await it, Darlington 
and bid fair Eleanor come, and bid fair Eleanor come. It's twenty long miles to Sillerton town, the longest that's ever were gain. But the steed it was white, and the lady was light, and they came Lincoln in. They came Lincoln in. But oh, when she came to Sillerton town, and into Sillerton hall, the torches were burning, the ladies were mourning. They were weeping all They were weeping all Oh, where is now my wedded Lord? Oh, where now can he be? Oh, where is now my wedded Lord? For it's him I can see For it's him I can see Your wedded lord is dead, his mother, she says, just gain to be laid in the clay. Your wedded lord is dead, she says, just gain to be buried the day. Just gain to be buried the day. And you'll get Lena's gold, you'll get Lena's gear, you'll get nothing for me. You'll get Lena's. This good broad land Though your heart should burst in free Though your heart should burst in free I want Nina's gold I want Nina's gear I want nothing for thee But I'll hear the ring on his finger For that he did promise to me That he did promise to me She's turned her back onto the wall And her face onto a rock And there before the mother's face Her very heart it broke Her very heart it broke The one was buried in Mary's kirk The other in Mary's choir and out on there grew a bark From the other a bonny briar From the other a bonny briar So if evidence of Prince Robert is scant in this part of the world, then it's even more so in North America. And the only two versions that turn up are from apparently, according to the website Bluegrass Messengers, unreliable sources and are most certainly ballad recreations based on print. One appears in Folk Songs of the Southern United States, which was a collection published by Josiah Combs in 1925, and the other one appears in Patrick Gaynor's book, Folk Songs from the West Virginia Hills. 
folk songs from the West Virginia hills. They both appear to be based on Child's B version of the ballads and the only recording of this song I was able to find was the following recorded by Peggy Seeger and entitled Harry Saunders. Now, that will bring us to the end of this rather shorter than usual episode but one I thought was really worth doing nonetheless because I'm this ballad I've been singing for a number of years um, I really, really like it. Lisa Shields, who is the widow of the well-known ballad collector and scholar Hugh Shields, told me about it, I think it was probably 11 years ago at this stage, and told me she thought it might be a song I would enjoy, and I looked it up and I learned it, and I've been singing it ever since. I think it's it's quite heartbreaking, and there's something really lovely about it. Um, so I really wanted to do it, even though there's only a handful of versions you can really play, because, as I said, like four versions in Child... One really only in the tradition. Um, the American version is a bit questionable whether or not it actually is traditional. Um, oh, one other thing, I actually had this entire episode recorded already and I lost it on an old laptop that died. So I'm recording this for the second time. Um, I hope it's as good as the first. Well, I've nothing else to say really apart from thanks a million for listening. Hope you're keeping well. Hope you're taking care of yourselves out there. And I hope to see us around. All right, this is Peggy Seeger with Harry Saunders. Good luck. And it's 40 miles to Nickel Hill, the nearest way you may go. But Harry Saunders has taken a wife and he dare not bring her home. His mother called to her hired girl, Sally, draw me a cup of tea. For yonder I'll see my son Harry come in to visit me. His mother lifted the cup of tea, touched her lips to drink. But never a drop of the poison cup or of swallowing did she think. But Harry took that cup of tea, lifted it to his mouth. He opened up his pretty red lips and the poison it run down. His wife, she sat at Naked Hill, waiting for Harry to come. She called out to her sister, dear, as my husband yet come home. Well, there's nothing
nothing left for a bride And then she kissed his cold white cheeks And then she kissed his chair And then she kissed his pretty red mouth There was no breath come in Then she fell upon the floor Her head beside the beard break it was so sore but she never did shed a tear Did you do it? 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 Did you do